Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to D-Block Church. You're listening to the 1,903rd episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. I am your girl, Adrian Misunderstandings Allen, better known today as Misunderstood Adrian. And as always, I take great pleasure in welcoming you to D-Block Church. What up, what up, what up? Someone asked the question the other day, what is D-Block Church all about? I say it's the place for the whosoever wills. How do I know that it's for the whosoever wills? Because we look like who we are. We come from where we come from. Uh, We believe in what we believe, but we all understand that God has made us all in our own separate rights so that we can come together as one body to make this thing really, really do what it do. So God God Goons is the call of the people that is sitting in the place of the D-Block Church. And the reason why I say that God God Goons is because we out here and we working together saving God's kingdom. The real question truly be is, are you with me? So if you're with me, that's why you're here with me tonight on D-Block Church. And now what I need you to do is go on text like four or five people that you know is going to ride with you when it go down. Because, see, the point of it is what we need to know is that it's going down. And remember, back in the day, I used to tell you it's going down in the PK. It's going down in the PK. And it's still going down in the PK. If this is your first time ever on Purpose Kingdom Network, I definitely want to welcome you to Two full weeks of programming by different individuals that God has called to do what we do, how we do for you. So if this is not the night that you would really like to, you know, settle in on, I say call back tomorrow because tomorrow is another show and uh, the next day is another show and then the next day. So basically don't give up on us, call every day for two weeks straight, and then decide that nothing was for you. (laughs) So what I'm basically trying to tell you is that every night we have something for you, and if it's not for you, it's for your neighbor or for the next person or for someone that you're going to meet later on in the day or later on in the week. So sit back. Let's get together and understand that tonight on D-Block Church, we are going to we're going to talk and the reason why i say we're going to talk is because for the last i want to say for the last 30 days i've kind of like been on break or like i took a hiatus or whatever i went out the country y'all now your girl ain't never been out the country really before but i have as a kid but not as an adult so it was different for me But what I understood and what spoke to me so, 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 so majorly was that everyone was different. Half of us couldn't speak the language, but we were all communicating. Like there was a common denominator in everything that we were doing that said that 
we were there for one purpose and one sole purpose, and that was to enjoy ourselves and to have a good time. So all that we're trying to do in America and put people together and understand what's supposed to be happening or understand why people do what they do and how they do it, it's all supposed to be done in love and 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 cohesiveness. So really, it was almost like, okay, well, God, what do you want me to say to the people in regards to that? Because it was like I saw so much. And he said, well, I don't want you to say anything about it majorly, but just tell them that you had a good time. Let them know that it's good to take care of yourself. It's, you know, that self-help and self-care is important. And it's good to take time out for you. When you take time out, you realize the things that you're doing, and if they are things that don't need to be done, then you stop doing those things. Or you realize that the things that you are doing, you live for. And it's like you need that, so you go into that to do exactly what it is that you need to do. So for tonight, I thought, let's do some thought-provoking stuff. Because, you know, I always like you to leave here and be ready for tomorrow when a conversation comes up because we do know that the reasons why we go through the things that we go through is not really for us. It's for somebody else. So if we are the students that we're supposed to be, we then will be able to learn the lesson. So when it's our turn to come out and teach the lesson, we'll be able to teach the lesson, but not teach it like in this, you know, holier-than-thou, biblical-type way, but we can break it down so that any and everybody that hears it can understand. So now there is a way that you can actually join me live on the air, and if you are out there and you'd like to join in live and you'd like to speak and you'd like to share your thoughts, I encourage you and I welcome you to dial 319-527-6091. Again, the number is 319-527-0091. And if you are impelled to speak, if you press the one, the one will cue the board, then you'll hear the beep, and that'll be your turn to speak. So that's how it worked out for the most part. And, uh, I really want to, I don't want this to be a monologue tonight. However, I'm prepared. You know your girl's prepared to talk to you. But if you have something to say or you would like to bring up something or add something, please, I encourage you to speak up. Now, you guys do know that uh, at D-Block Church here, we do the Bible. So, And the reason why I say we do the Bible is because I know that there's listeners that listen to me from all over the world and all over the country. So I'm not sure if you're using the Quran. I'm not sure if you're in the Torah. I'm I'm not exactly sure where you get your scripture or where you get God's guidance from. But what we do on D Black Church is we use the Bible. So what I'm going to do is we're going to talk about Ecclesiastes chapter 7. 
The reason why I want to do it like this is because one day I was just asking God, like, questions. And then, you know, I like to play the game where you just open the Bible and then wherever you, wherever the Bible lands is what you read for the day. And then you find the meaning in it because everything that is in the Word has meaning. You just have to be able to relate it to you or for you or, you know, through you. And so I said, okay, well, let's get to what I saw, and it was Ecclesiastes chapter 7. And then I thought, oh, my goodness, this is it, because this is what life is. This is the reflection of how life looks and what it should look like, because we have this idea of what we believe life looks like. But when we come into the struggles and when we come into the, the bumps on the road, we, a lot of us want to want to quit, want to stop, or we try to figure out what it is. And then we actually do something that is so horrible to do, but we put it into our brain. We try to make sense of things. And unfortunately, you can't make sense of things that God is doing in your life because, you know, it, it just gets it gets weird if you actually are sitting there trying to figure it out. You know, the way you look at life is supposed to be backwards. You did know that, right? Like, so that the things that you're going through right now, you don't even understand why you're going through them, how you're going through them. You just know that you're going through them. So the point of it is to just keep going through them because when you get through them and then you turn back around, you can look at it and see all that God did. You can you can realize that that bad situation that you thought you were in when all, all you know, when the relationship was over, you can now look back at it and say, oh, my God, God was actually working something out for me. <laughs> I thought that this was the worst thing because it was the breakup, but actually this was the setup for my come up. And most people don't realize it because we're actually in the moment, in the time, and because we're in the moment and in the time, we miss what God is actually trying to do for us in that moment. So I've decided that I think that Ecclesiastes Chapter 7 summed up everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. It was basically, let me tell you a little bit about how it comes about. Because when you look at it, most people most people give it to Solomon. They say that it was Solomon who had the wisdom and he was the one who was actually writing things down for people to understand so that, you know, you you can it was like a blueprint almost because he asked for the wisdom so he had more wisdom than anyone else basically but it doesn't actually say that king solomon wrote it it just says the teacher okay and sometimes it's good because that way if you can't pinpoint what or who it is then you can just make it whatever you need it to be so that you can make sense of it. You know, that was, I think, believe, I believe that was the whole I am thing. You know, I am that I am is so that I could be whatever you need me to be. I could be that over there. I could be this over here. Right. I am all that. Right. Just like that. Uh-huh. I am. So Ecclesiastes is about the teacher. The teacher is putting in the 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 wisdom and you know the understanding or is actually being able to explain to you what's going on but if you think about it 
in a lot of the ancient texts and the older things, like they usually just give it to South as the person who is talking, you know, knowledgeable. So just just by it being Solomon, that within itself is a situation because you do know who Solomon is, right? Like Solomon was the offspring of David and Bathsheba. Yeah, we, you do know that. Like some people know some of the stories. So I like how the fact that if you went to vacation Bible school, you might know some stories. If you went to Sunday school, you know more stories. But in 2023, it's like the things you watch on TV are Bible stories. They just don't want to tell you that they're the Bible, if that makes sense. Like, like I remember the episode of Power that I watched a couple of years ago, and I was like, well, wait a minute, Power this is like, this is like Moses. This is like whatever, you know, like this is, oh, wow. And then he did it like that. And that's what happened. And I was like, oh, y'all need to read the Bible because we, you know, we see it on TV and think it's entertainment. But if you have just sat in Sunday school, you would, you would have heard the story, you, you know. So David and Bathsheba, you know, everybody knows about David was the king, but Bathsheba was a lady who was married to the guy Uriah, who was actually fighting in the war. But David saw her bathing and wanted her. So, you know, how that works when you see something that you want. You know, most people like to go get what they want. And back in that day, they definitely did. And like I said, he was the king. So, it, you know, long story short, it was just a bad way that he went about it. You know, he got the lady's husband killed and everything, like, so he could have her for himself and the whole nine. So it was just dirt. It was just wrong. It was just scandal. Scandal coming out of scandal, out of more scandal to lead to more scandal. But then the offspring is Solomon, who then writes this beautiful, you know, these these interpretations of what it looks like to really live life and understand what it is that God is trying to do or God is trying to say. You know, because David, he was, you know, big in the Bible. So because, you know, he was the one that was big in the Bible, then, of course, every and anything that they did for this young man, yes, it actually turns back around later in life when they're older and you can look back at it. Like I said, because his mom, you know, unfortunately his mom was, well, I just say that you know, by her being the the wife of Uriah, she kind of got caught up in something, and then that affair messed up everything else, you know. And then it was like when he died, it kind of made you know, it, it made it more, it made it easier for him to kind of take her, and it, it it just was a real bad scandal. And it's funny because we watch different things on TV again, like I said that give you all of the drama, give you all of the twists and all of the turns. But if you really sit and, like, read the Bible and, like, go, especially David, you go with David for a little bit of time, then you'll understand. And it's funny because, remember, David is the one that God says, what do you say, this is the one that out of my own heart. Right, so he's the murderer, he's the adulterer, but this is the one you like, this is the one that you see yourself as, like, this is the one. 
I don't even understand how you do this, God. But like I said in the beginning, when we start trying to figure out what God is doing, that's when we know it's time for us to take a step back. It's time for us to look at things a little bit different. And it's time for us to, you know, really just look on the inside and understand what's going on. So let's break this, let's break down this, this, um, this chapter seven, because this chapter seven really just talks about life. And it talks about the fact of the good name and how it's better than precious ointment. Now, in today's world, it's hard for me to even say that because most people don't even know what a precious ointment would be. Now, precious ointment in in those days was something that is the easiest thing to to help in the situation or, you know, the things that you need to be able to really, really work out and get together and see what you can do. But in actually having a good name, the good name is what we actually want to do in life. How do you want to do, what do you want people to say about you? Do you have the integrity that you said that you have? You know, a lot of people look at it like we want to party, but it says in Ecclesiastes that it's actually the concept of death that actually, you know, it's actually better to attend the funeral than to try to live in the party, you know, because you actually get a chance to see what's going on and you actually get to reflect on life and what was it supposed to do and what did it do or what didn't it do and how is it beneficial to me now, you know, and then when you're looking at funeral, I like funerals and, you know, people say I'm crazy, but I think that it's the new life that is important because you will be dead way longer than you ever realize. And so, therefore, it's like we need to focus on how we live today so that we can rest eternally, right? And that's basically what it's talking about. So it talks about oppression and how oppression can drive a person to desperation. Like, so because of the fact that we are less than or you feel less than, it makes you do different things, whether it's you're broke and you steal. You understand, or like like that. So because of the fact that you have a lot of different things that could be going on, like you have your impatience and negative impact on everything and staying what's going on, it's almost like mm, you have wisdom, but it doesn't help you actually move through what's going on in life. It actually, you know... The wisdom of it when you're getting older and you're starting to understand why things happen in the way they do, it helps you find balance in life, you know. So it actually helps you put things together in a way where you actually provide, you know, the answers that you need in order to survive and keep going. You want to understand why good and bad things will happen to ordinary people, and the reason why they happen is because God has done some things for all of us, and then he wants to challenge us to understand his intention. 
not not to figure out his intention, but to understand what's going on about it. Understand that the nature of life is also to die. So even the righteous person is going to run into some difficulties. And that's what we need to understand, that whether you're righteous or, you know, they they don't, you can't have one without the other, basically. Like, you, you can't have all rain and you can't have all sun. You, you, you know, it, it comes together, the yin and the yang, the good and the bad, the righteous and the wicked. And that's why I said, you know, the wheat and the tear can grow together because at the end of the day, there is going to be a separation moment. And, you know, all humans are flawed. And because all humans are flawed, we'll never achieve that absolute perfection. But the point of it is we can do everything in moderation and then find balance in life. And that's where we need to be today, I believe, more in a balance, more understanding why people do what they do or why they don't do what they do even more. You know, sometimes it's hard to understand why people don't do what they do, but if you're looking at the idea of wisdom and the perks of wisdom, I would say. Like wisdom, you you get the advantage because you can think about different things or you see it in a different way, but it doesn't make the person, like it doesn't exempt them from tragedy. It doesn't exempt them from trials. It doesn't exempt them from trouble. Like, everyone's life has difficulties, no matter what it is, no matter where you are, no matter how you do it. It's just always something going on. And because of this, that's why Ecclesiastes basically just tells you that you're holding on to it, regardless of how it looks and everything. You talk about sin and how it impacts people's lives, right? Because what we realize is that most people are walking around here not knowing. And if you're not knowing, then you're not wise, you know. So, therefore, when it comes down to knowing something or having true wisdom, it's like a valuable commodity, okay. Now, the easiest way to do it is that with wisdom, you find humility, you learn patience, and you can embrace life. You look at things, you see things, you 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 start to understand exactly what it is that's supposed to be happening. The reason why everything is supposed to be as great as it is is because we all need a deeper understanding of how wisdom is looked at, how we look at things and how we can actually step from one one situation to the next situation, knowing that no matter which way we turn, everything is going to be okay because it's all ordained in God's it's all in God's time. It's all in God's grace. It's all what He wants. It's just you living it, if that makes sense. Because I realize that half the things that I go through in the course of a day really is not about me. 
And then when I look up and I look at different people and I see them looking and I see them, you know, smiling or whatever the case may be, then I understand exactly what's going on. Like, okay, I get you, God. You're doing you're doing something, but it's my witness that is the example of you. You know, so a lot of people don't want to go to church. And if I was to invite them to church, they would be completely turned off by church. But yet they like to see me feed the homeless or, you know, go outside and give out blankets. They like to see these things. So it says what, that they kind of want to be a part of it, but they don't want to do the work. That's what a lot of, especially in today's world, everyone wants to be a part of something, but they don't really want to put in the work. And unfortunately, what happens is by the time you put in your work, somebody else is about to put in their work, and y'all are trying to do something. No, you're trying to do the same thing separately. Did I say it right? The same thing separate, which is the number one problem that I see. Same thing separate says that there's too many of us going from zero to eight. So if there's a way that we can go from zero to 64 by adding all of us together and you do your 10, you do your eight, you do your eight, and we move it like that, then you you can see how wisdom will prevail because all minds are on the same page. Everybody is listening to the same thing, and we all are on one accord, working on one thing. And the one thing that we're really, really working on is people to have a relationship with God, people to understand that no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, God sees you and he knows about you and he cares those are the most important things that you ever need to know. You'll get through it. It'll make you better. And then it'll actually turn into something else in your life that you will be able to strive off of. Why will you be able to? Because you've gone through the experience. You've lived it. It was yours, and no one can take it from you. So if you are out there and you'd like to join in, the number to call in is 319 527 6091. If you press 1, it'll signal the board so you can talk. But other than that, I just need everyone to understand that while we live in a world where you are watching the senseless violence, you are watching the total, complete disrespect, we are sitting in a place where we see all of these things. But what we cannot lose sight of is that God's got it all under control, that God's got it to the point where he is working it out for our good before it even gets to a crazy situation. We are just living out each and every situation, which makes life seem like it's really long and it's really great to live. And guess what? It is because if you realize what it is that you're doing, then you understand why it is that you are called to do what you do, you know? So I understand that there's a lot of us who don't understand thing about the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ. And there's a group of us that don't believe 
that, I don't know, I guess they're not worthy to have Christ die on the cross for them. It, listen, we could talk about that another day because that is a question all within itself. I definitely know, though, the one thing that we do to hear on Purpose Kingdom Network is something called the call of salvation. And the reason why it's a call of salvation is because once you hear what it is that the message is saying, once you ask for, you know, it to come into your life and forgive you of your sins, and and then everything else will just rest in your faith in Jesus. The gospel of that is central to what it is that we do, what it is that we've been doing and what it is that we will continue to do. The call, on the other hand, is when you're actually referring to that invitation to receive the gospel and to respond by its message by accepting as the Lord and Savior. Now, this call is an opportunity for individuals to turn from sin and to receive the gift of salvation through faith in Jesus. The call salvation is a personal invitation to each individual to receive the blessings of the gospel. And in essence, the gospel is the message, while the call of salvation is an invitation to respond to the message and receive its benefits. So how can you ever feel lost or separated from God? Like, have you ever feel like the weight of your sin and the fact that people know that there's something missing in your life. There's something they like, can see the sin. You know, I heard a message the other day about who sinned. That was the cutest message. And basically she was talking about the fact that we as Christians, we we are, I, I call it dry, I don't know what y'all want to call it, but, you know, if I call you and I tell you what's going on with me, and then you call Chappie and say, girl, let me tell you. And then you run it down, and then the next person runs it down, and the next person runs it down, and I'm just here. So the reason why we do the call of salvation is so that if you ever feel lost and you feel like you're out, then there's always a way to center yourself into what it is that you've been doing, stop what you have been doing, start something new about what you're going to be doing, and just really take the opportunity and make God the center of your life and experience the joy and peace that comes from knowing him. If you're out there and you never said a prayer like that, then I ask you to repeat after me. Dear God, I come to you today acknowledging that I am a sinner and in need of your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and rose again to offer me the gift of salvation. I turn from my sins and put my faith in Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for loving me and for extending the call of salvation to me. Salvation and the new life that comes with it. I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit and to give me the strength to follow you every day. Thank you for your grace and mercy. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you said something like that, 
I would tell you to go call somebody because you just put yourself in a situation where you are now part of the kingdom, honey. You know, you are part of purpose kingdom network, but you're also a part of God's kingdom. And the more soldiers we have out there just expressing, and I ain't talking about preaching. You ain't got to be a preacher. You ain't got to do that at all. God uses each and every one of us as the living preacher, so you never have to become a preacher. So I appreciate you. I love you, and I now want to uh, call Brother Rob until we can get something out. Yes, yes. Oh, thank you so much, Adrian, for tonight's message. And, you know, the one thing I just want to um, just emphasize that, you know, we can hammer home on, you know, the one common thing that we don't understand, and that is the end of a movement and the start of a movement. And, yes, tonight's message is a start of a movement, and, yes, how fitting that has been on the block church. We do know how movements end. We just don't know where it began. And I can say this because, you know, uh, we started out with Black Lives Matter. Then it started with Blue Lives Matter, Every Lives Matter, and then we end up with Nothing Matters. And how we got there is that they wanted to quell the the spoken word of the people, which you have uh, brought forth right there, and hopefully ignite a fire in someone uh, tonight. So real quickly, we'll go into the uh, announcements. This is the Private Purpose Scam Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are. Uh, whether you're listening to us online or via phone, we greatly appreciate your listenership and support. And we also thank those that share with your friends and family members, letting them know that Purpose Scam Network is on the air. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we broadcast a live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And we do have a calling number, which is 319-527-6091. Okay. And um, also, if you want to hear any of our past shows, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. All you have to do is type in the show name or the host name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. Also, we invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at Purpose Kingdom on Facebook. There you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. And from time to time, we do make major announcements on this social media pages as well as others. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Okay. Uh, Also, we invite you to like us uh, to uh, check out our radio show. We do have a radio show, which is PurposeKingdom.com, where you can hear 24 hours of music of inspiration. Uh, also, uh, if you want to contact us via email, you can email us at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com. We can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. We uh, gladly honor that. And also, if you need a Bible, just leave the contact information, and we will see about getting you a Bible. Okay, and with uh, God's will and God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour. We will be doing a rebroadcast. So please check it out. It will be good. So uh, just check it out. Uh, just like it was uh, broadcasted live, it will be good uh, as well as a rebroadcast. So with God's will and God's blessing, please join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for our special rebroadcast of Purpose Cam Network. With that being said, this is going to be the end of the announcements, and we're going to hand the show back over to Minister Allen. Adrian, the well, show's back in your hand. I thank you so much. Uh and y'all heard him when he said what he said now because uh, I like that. Everybody 
well, it's funny because when you find out the original, when you find out where it started from, when you start, when you find out what that's like the seed. So anything that is grown that you've seen already, that is even living beings, you know, we start out as seeds. So it's, it's, it's your start and then the finish. And I just know that we can do a whole lot more if we actually put our minds to what it is that God is saying to do, not what we want to do. If we take it out of our hands and we look at what God is trying to tell us, then it makes more sense in the fact of how we do what we do, why we do what we do. So the easiest thing that I would like to say is that you got to think about what it is that you're doing. Think about what it is that it promotes or it shuts down, you know. And if you have children, then sometimes those things are different because, you know, you want to set the example of what it is you want your children to do or what you want your children to think is the greatest thing, you know, because there's a lot of kids out here who are kind of like siding with wrong because wrong looks right. And unfortunately, what ends up happening is the world is going to shift like that. It does going to make it look like things that would be wrong, the world loves as right, which means that you then have to make your honesty opinion about what it is that you're doing because some people really are out here and then they take themselves too seriously and then it's like you want to you're you know you're condemning yourself for something like a shortcoming but god made you with the shortcoming so you embrace your shortcoming don't be upset about it you know like don't it's 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 a lot of stuff that we do that just makes it harder to go through the ups and downs in life. The biggest thing that I wanted to say, if I if I could leave you with one thing that I, like, I might have been all over the place, but you got to go and look at Ecclesiastes chapter 7. And the reason why I say it is because it touches in everything that we do. Every, the way that we, from the time that we wake up to the time that we go to bed, we encounter these things every day on a daily basis. But it's about how you look at things. Because if there was one thing that, like, stuck out to me the most that, all right, Adrian, you're saying something, but if you could give a one thing to take with them for the rest of their lives, what would it be? I think that it would be the good and the bad come from God. Like, the, the same God on a very happy day is the same God on a very sad day. And when we can em- embrace that and when we can understand that that is, that's love. Because even though whatever it is that you're going through, it might be seem like it's like the end of the world, like I said. When you look back at it, when it's all over and done with, you look back, oh, my God, God really was just building my strength. He was, you know, building my tolerance. He was, he was preparing me for another time that it's going to be like this time. But I can take that time and wrap it in my good and my bad times and make them my time. And so anybody that's meeting me or anybody that gets a chance to, you know, explore and and come and 
do anything with me, then they understand that my times is my times and they should have their own times. And person that knows and appreciates time knows how to give and appreciate someone else's time. So basically what Ecclesiastic 7 is going to do for you is it's going to give you the 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 look through the hourglass of the, you know, finding the humility in it so that, you know, it's not all about it's not all about you and, you know, the greatness of who you are. Your greatness comes from other people. Your greatness comes from what you do with other people. You know, a lot of people don't understand that. But when you when you read when you read this chapter, it should read to the point where you're okay. Regardless of the situation, regardless of what you thought it was you're okay regardless of how they said it was going to turn out, regardless of what the stats say, what the doctors say, regardless of all of the things that people are saying, you're going to be all right. And if it was raining yesterday and it'll rain tomorrow and it might even rain the next day, but understand that the sun will come out. And when the sun comes out, you will appreciate every second of those rays. That's how it works. But understand that no matter what it is, no matter how we look at it, it is in from and for God. Now, I want you all to understand that tomorrow you're going to run into somebody who is talking about life, a situation where it's almost like over, like defeated, like they don't want to do it anymore. And that's your opportunity to step in and say, God got it. Regardless of where you are, regardless of what's going on, God got it. And if you don't know the person, just excuse yourself and say, I'm sorry, but I just really wanted to let you know that God got it. And you can literally watch whatever that weight is that's on them be lifted. So if I could leave you with anything for this week to remember that misunderstood Adrian said it here first on see y'all next week. Have a good one. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see you down, I will not lose.